0: What is raised is, this flesh, suffused with blood, built up with bones, interwoven with nerves, entwined with veins, a flesh which was born and dies, undoubtedly human. Tertullian expects the idea of Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection to shock his readers. He insists that it must be believed because it is absurd— Yet some Christians, those he calls heretics, dissent. Without denying the resurrection, they reject the literal interpretation. Some find it extremely revolting, repugnant, and impossible. Gnostic Christians interpret resurrection in various ways. Some say that the person who experiences the resurrection does not meet Jesus raised physically back to life— Rather, he encounters Christ on a spiritual level. This may occur in dreams, in a static trance, in visions, or in moments of spiritual illumination. But the Orthodox condemn all such interpretations. Tertullian declares that anyone who denies the resurrection of the flesh is a heretic, not a Christian. Why did Orthodox tradition adopt the literal view of resurrection? The question becomes even more puzzling when we look at what the New Testament says about it. Some accounts, like the story we noted from Luke, tell how Jesus appears to his disciples in the form they know from his earthly life. He eats with them and invites them to touch him, to prove that he is not a ghost. John tells a similar story. Thomas declares that he will not believe that Jesus had actually risen from the grave unless he personally can see and touch him. When Jesus appears, he tells Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not be faithless, but believing. But other stories directly juxtaposed with these suggest different views of the resurrection. Luke and Mark both relate that Jesus appeared in another form, not his former earthly form, to two disciples as they walked on the road to Emmaus. Luke says that the disciples, deeply troubled about Jesus' death, talked with the stranger, apparently for several hours. They invited him to dinner. When he sat down with them to bless the bread, suddenly they recognized him as Jesus. At that moment, he vanished out of their sight. John 2 places directly before the story of doubting Thomas, another of a very different kind. Mary Magdalene, mourning for Jesus near his grave, sees a man she takes to be the gardener. When he speaks her name, suddenly she recognizes the presence of Jesus, but he orders her not to touch him. So if some of the New Testament stories insist on a literal view of resurrection, others lend themselves to different interpretations. One could suggest that certain people in moments of great emotional stress suddenly felt that they experienced Jesus' presence. Paul's experience can be read this way. As he traveled on the Damascus Road intent on arresting Christians, suddenly a light from heaven flashed about him, and he fell to the ground, Hearing the voice of Jesus rebuking him for the intended persecution. One version of this story says, The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no one. Another says the opposite. As Luke tells it, Paul said that those who were with me saw the light, but did not hear the voice of the one who was speaking to me. Paul himself, of course, later defended the teaching on resurrection as fundamental to Christian faith. But although his discussion often is read as an argument for bodily resurrection, it concludes with the words, I tell you this, brethren, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable, that is, the mortal body, inherit the imperishable. Paul describes the resurrection as a mystery, The Transformation from Physical to Spiritual Existence